Folk to the Find the Path Ventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path. Gwen is very angry. We're all very angry. <laughs> well, Felix is unconscious. Yeah, I was about to say, I think Felix has the best reason to be angry if she weren't an otherwise <laughs> unconscious. Incapable of emotion because she's unconscious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have tons of emotion true. whenever I'm unconscious. <laughs> Mainly frustration at why am I unconscious? This explains a lot about you, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Mostly, why am I wasting this time and not audio editing? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Rick is like, but I could be editing right now. (laughs) Stupid sleep. Yeah, so uh, welcome back, everyone, to the continued adventures of our noble scions. I suppose uh, to kick things back off, when last we left our heroes deep beneath the Senate building in Taldor, I'm, pro- I'm probably going to be able to move away from saying deep beneath the Senate building here pretty soon. Mm. The party were exploring a uh, set of forgotten archives where they had uh, learned about the political landscape of the place and decided to, to do a little regicide by going and finding <laughs> the uh, the king of the underworld. And To be fair, we wanted to talk to him first, but he didn't want to talk. To be fair, he did yeah. betray you first. We're, we're playing all the hits. <laughs> just like Regicide 3, Regicide Hardest or Regicide. something. Yeah. Regicide with a vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, in a weird way, the entirety of Mummy's Mask was some form of Regicide. That's true. <laughs> You're that not was wrong. big Regicide. <laughs> it was legal Regicide. You know? yeah. was it legal? You served your term. I mean, he was undead. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. undead, so it was, it was technically legal. Is it still Regicide if they're not the ruler anymore? <laughs> <laughs> You had uh, made your way into the Senate of Circles, wherein you had battled against the wizard, dire rat, uh, immortal uh, Daggio the Great. I actually feel kind of bad for Daggio, but that's a whole other thing. Well, yeah. Yeah, you didn't ask for this. No, no, he didn't. (laughs) And he was suffering from some severe mental illnesses. Yes. Yep. Uh, But unfortunately, you had been forced to kill uh, King Daggio, as well as the entirety of the Rat Senate. Uh, no, had, they fled. Well, not the, there there fled. are a couple of them that fled, but a yeah. lot of them. Uh, as there was a little, I, I only thought about it afterwards, where it's just like this was a, a weird juxtaposition where you guys did mm-hmm. an opposite of the uh, the Senate attack that took place upstairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> except for against the Rat Senate below ground. And where are the mercenaries this time? Yeah. Yeah. We're just trying to leave. We would have been happy being like, see y'all later, enjoy your business, bye. Yeah, that's Still true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, we weren't given the option. Yeah. <laughs> You had uh, then continued on from there into a little lounge area where you'd seen some uh, signs that people had come and gone from here uh, once before, at which point you'd open up a door and uh, all of you got stabbed with a whole bunch of knives, which caused mm-hmm. Felix to go unconscious uh, as she was <laughs> yep. basically stabbed by the first time it, she three? went unconscious. Three knives, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you then open a door, Verity got stabbed a whole bunch and by some uh, <laughs> halfling uh, assassins, and then uh, Felix had been subsequently rendered... Uh, Unconscious again. conscious again as uh yes suddenly... but this time she's not dying the first time she was dying this That's time true. it's non-lethal she's actually just unconscious it's not yep. felix is bleeding out on the ground yeah, we yes. got that going for us which is nice <laughs> also the but, halfling turned how dare he yeah you as you had been uh, betrayed so by the halfling senatorial aide or at the very least he had told you he was a halfling senatorial aide well we he is obviously a halfling but he told you he was a senatorial yeah, aide yeah i guess we don't really know he had the he had the badge at least he had the badge and everything we have yeah. badges we're not aides 
Yeah, that's exactly. True. How would we know? That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Literally our first day at the Senate. <laughs> I, I hope it doesn't go like this most days. Just yeah. another day in the Senate. Yeah, seriously. He had uh, subsequently decided to betray you and rushed forward. I guess you you can only assume upon uh, hearing the, the sound of his friends shouting in the next room. Had clubbed Felix over the back of the head. Uh, rendering her unconscious as he had shouted out uh, to take all of you alive uh, as your nobles. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, silver lining, I guess. We're not going to get killed if this goes <laughs> further south. Well, potentially. We'll see what the other assassin does, too. And uh, I suppose then, uh, yeah, we should just uh, kick things back off, shall we? I believe we'd left yes. off mid-combat. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes, we had. Good gracious. So let's kick in a little Sirenscape. Sirenscape. Reinforcing distrust of NPCs. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thanks. I can't remember which one of you said this. I don't remember if it even was in the episode or if it was after the recording or something, where you're sitting there's like, did he just do sneak attack damage? Does that mean he could have been disabling these traps this entire yeah. time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Gosh, I was yeah. like, wait a second. <laughs> That's what I'm the most angry about. He's been sandbagging <laughs> on us. We're going to assist motive everybody from now on. I have a plus zero sense motive, I will point out. <laughs> I have a five. I can do it, maybe, kind of. <laughs> I will point out that out of the half dozen uh, NPCs you've tagged along, only one of them has betrayed you. So also um, true. you're good five times out of six. Yeah, I get to add half of my level versus bluffing to sense motive. So yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to think about how many of the nobles upstairs were trying to betray you, but. Yeah. Well, they're always buying. That's like. Well, given. I think there's a difference between like I'm trying to like politically man outmaneuver you to get my way versus I'm literally trying to kill you <laughs> or kidnap you or kidnap, or kidnap you and hold yeah. you for ransom. Yeah, I'm exactly. literally trying to noble nap you. Yes. Noble nap. Noble noble nap. nap. <laughs> Can I have a noble nap? I'd like one. I'm trying to abduct you. <laughs> yeah. Currently, Felix is the only one that gets to noble nap. Oh, it was now. a forced nap. It's not <laughs> as enjoyable. It's nap time. Yeah. It's an enforced bedtime. Anytime anyone is unconscious or in the negatives, we're taking a noble just nap. Taking a nap. A noble <laughs> nap. <laughs> Wake me up in five rounds. <laughs> From Amistos, who uh, stands over the uh, the unconscious form of Felix, we go to Verity. Well, Verity is still raging, so uh -huh. she's gonna swipe out at this gutter snipe that's left in the room with her. Gonna swipe out at the other halfling. It's funny because uh, they don't call them gutter snipe in the book, but mm. the stat block is for gutter snipes. I just really like the word gutter snipe, so I decided to use it. That's fair. Mm. Um, but I do roll well. Uh, I roll an 11. They may be hard to hit. I can't remember. I roll an 11 for a 17. Um, sorry, I was just looking up the word gutter snipe. <laughs> what does it mean? Now I'm scared. Uh, it is a scruffy and badly behaved child who spends most of their time on the street. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, I take it back. That's sad. Oh, is is that different than a gutter? Because I've heard that term before. I think that's just a curse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard it as a pejorative used to like lowborn people. I think gutter snipe is also a pejorative. Uh, yeah. um, it's apparently also it's uh, from the 1850s, meaning street corner broker in Wall Street slang. Um, however, Mark hmm. Twain apparently referenced to noble savages and illustrious gutter snipes to mean street urchins. Oh. Illustrious gutter snipe. Hmm. Huh. Well, you know, Twain. Weird. Anyway, uh, 17, does that does that hit this uh, halfling? You whip around, slicing out with your blade. Uh, as the halfling backpedals, your blade cuts over his head, slicing into the, uh, the wall back behind him. 
cutting through the peeling wallpaper as it falls down the sheet over him, but unfortunately missing your foe. Just stay still. No, he says. (laughs) (laughs) You have move action remaining if you'd like to take it. (laughs) Um... It's you and, uh, well, again, I suppose to, to recapture this, uh, Verity and Oliver standing back to back as uh, Oliver had rushed in, I think taking a stab uh, yes, to get in yes. there to keep uh, Verity from being outflanked by these two assassins in the, the room beyond. Uh, Gwen standing in the, the small room between the uh, security room that Verity and Oliver are in and the uh, lounge that you were in previously where Felix is currently unconscious. Uh, Cornelius next to her crouched down um, so that he could get a shot in, crouched underneath the clothes hangers um, that line one wall so he could shoot around the corner for this small area that seems to be a washroom as well as a cloak, a coat closet. Or cloakroom, I suppose, would be technically the term. Um, Verity's happy. She'll stay here. Very well. That takes us from Verity to Gwen. Gwen turns... screeching the the fire erupts in her eyes (laughs) yeah she looks real scary right now guys i mean she's a little shrug oh okay go ahead she's gonna move just business move 10 feet into the room and yeah we're gonna take a good swing at uh, amistos here all right you close on amistos yes (laughs) get him Yeah, I rolled a perfect 20. A perfect 20 will automatically hit threat. Roll to confirm. That's only a 10 to confirm, though. Uh, Unfortunately, will not Mm. confirm your critical (laughs) hit as you rush around the corner, Mm. dive to the attack, uh, swinging out with your bastard sword. Um, I roll an 8 for my damage, which gets me 12. Very well. That is still a powerful hit as you slice into him. I keep raging songing for everyone who would like to continue <laughs> yes, we wish to, to be raged. <laughs> Takes us from there to our halfling assassin, Verity. Mm-hmm. Does an 18 beat your CMD? Yes. Okay. Oliver, does an 18 <laughs> beat your CMD plus two? No. Yay. The halfling kicks off the wall, tumbles past Verity. She slices out, trying to hit him as he moves past uh, before he begins to dart past Oliver Get uh, Oliver getting to make an attack of opportunity as he does not ah. move fast enough for the Darhan as he spins back around and slices out. Get him. Get him. Fortunately, it was that plus two because otherwise it actually would have beaten me. But it's that moving through that second person's threatened range. Ooh. All right. That's solid. That is a 16 for a 23. Ooh, a 23 is a hit. So that is 10 points of damage as I slice into him. <laughs> yep. So Oliver, Ooh. again, Verity, he ducks past you. You probably swear in frustration lashing out at him as you cut past him again. Um, he's so fast. So fast. Just as he does so, he basically rolls forward and then rolls straight into Oliver's axe as he brings it around oh. and slams it, cracking straight through his sternum as he just Yeeks. stops Oliver bodily lifting him off the ground before slamming him down to the earth. You're not going anywhere. Uh, he's definitely not going anywhere anymore as he is dead. Oh, oh God. Ever again. Whoa. Good gracious, Oliver. Jeez. We almost had some death happen. We were upset. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, like, they did almost kill Verity in round one. I could have died. That is true. Yeah. Speaking of, Oliver, I suppose you wrench your uh, your hand axe free. This thing's mm. effective. Yeah, seriously. Maybe you're an axe man. <laughs> <laughs> He just pulls out a can, does a quick cross across. No. no. Wrong kind of axe. Come on. <laughs> Oliver advances uh, back, or I suppose retreats back into the uh, waiting room. Redeploys. 
Yes. <laughs> it's a tactical redeployment. Very well. So, uh, Oliver, you rush back by uh, basically just dropping this person um, mm-hmm. as Verity kind of steps back as uh, blood gushes everywhere. Cornelius, you don't actually, I think, see... You see the guy go down. You didn't even see Oliver before. Oliver, like, his entire right arm just coated in blood goes <laughs> rushing past you back into the, the lounge. You have one chance at this. Surrender now. You're raging, sir. I am. <laughs> yeah. I can still intimidate. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I intimidate to demoralize him. Oh. And if he chooses not to surrender, well, that's that. He hasn't actually killed anyone yet, so... Yeah, Gwen went with the wrongdoer should be punished part of Rakathiel's deed, you know, tenets, and just decided to murder. We'll see. We'll see what happens. That's assault, and we're in a we're in a deadly situation. (laughs) Wow! All right, Oliver, scary. Good gracious! He had a clear view of uh, Oliver just chopping that. (laughs) That is true. Uh, That is a nineteen for a twenty-five to demoralize a Mistos. Well, he is definitely shaken. Seriously, he nervously glances up towards uh, towards Oliver. You, you might have a point. <laughs> Your choice, Oliver says, brandishing the axe as he flourishes it. It's blood. Felix is unconscious. The blood-covered axe. Yeah. Yep. Bloody axe. You very vaguely hear all the rest of this stuff. You're just kind of like laying here, head aching, where you have that like that moment of I've hit the ground and I can't figure out where am I. What's I'm a I drank way too much wine last night. What is my head <laughs> <I> hungover? <laughs> I'd prefer to be hungover compared to all the other crap we've had to deal with. Seriously, the hangover would be the concussion. Quite a bump on your head. Terrible day. Oh, I definitely have a concussion. Yep. Taking us to Cornelius. Uh, okay. Well, let me get to where I can actually see uh, Amistos. So I will go ahead and uh, move. I'm just going to full move into the room uh, opposite of Amistos, uh, basically Felix in between the two of us. I would okay. recommend you, well, give up or else I'll have no choice but to hurt you. This is like the way Jordan said that. I'd recommend you give up as the commoners say. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, how do I talk to somebody who's clearly been like some kind of an assassin or something and doesn't understand the term yielding like a duel? (laughs) Mm. What would you like to do with your standard action? Well, is he holding his hands up yet? Uh, He hasn't gotten a turn yet. I will ready to cast a um, four strike, which is all I've got left, uh, if he should make an aggressive action. So that brings us to Amistos. He will lower his weapon down to the ground. Smart man. <laughs> Before darting straight at Cornelius. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. All right. Um, well, guess it's time for a for a four strike. <laughs> and provoking attacks opportunity. I assume he's gonna try to tumble. So mm-hmm. he darts Wimbley, Wimbley. forward. I'll be generous and go ahead and say, and say you can make your four strike, even though technically this is not an aggressive action, as he's actually tumbling through your square. You could argue that he's charging at you and you're. I find that very aggressive. He's, he's <laughs> yeah, inside that's of my aggressive. personal space. That's moving very aggressive. Uh, so well, you can go he's ahead and not surrendering. He's trying to run. You mm. know? Yeah. Well, run is not the same as aggressive, but it is yeah, true. he's running at you. That is scary. Uh, so I yeah, cast my four strike, uh, dealing him six points of damage. Jeez. All right. I mean, that does hit him, although he does continue forward. Uh, however, I am looking at a 23 to beat Oliver's CMD and Gwen's and Cornelius's CMD plus four. Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, that yes. does beat me. Very well. And does Jeez. a 18 also beat Cornelius's DC? Yes. 
Uh, so he successfully avoids provoking an attack of opportunity as he moves, as he darts straight between Gwen and Oliver, literally Jeez. almost forward somersaulting over Felix's unconscious form. Takes a force strike right in the shoulder, uh, hits the ground, slides between Cornelius's legs as he pops out the other side. That is impressive, I gotta say. Oh, God, Verity's there too. Yep. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to go ahead and do a second acrobatics, but he'll take the minus 10 to move up full oh. speed. I mean, it seems pretty good, yeah. Only a 14 to beat Verity's CMD. That fails! All right, so he provokes an attack of opportunity as he goes to dart past Verity. Oh, we love it. All right, so I'm also going to activate my once a day plus two on attack of opportunities that I get with my tactician trait. Hey. Okay. Um, Let's I just don't want him to get away. Yeah. Uh, I roll a 12. That's an 18. That's a 20 to hit him. Wow. A 20 will strike your foe. Delightful. As he rushes forward, you can hear Cornelius go, ah, and blast off a magic missile <laughs> uh, before he slides between his legs, tumbles into the room. You spring to the side and chop down at him. I like that I don't get the choice. It's a high-pitched squeal no matter what. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> yeah. nine times out of ten. It's it's yeah. true. He, he's not a manly screamer. That is how you describe it. It's true. Uh, that's going to be 11 points of damage. Ow. Uh, as you spring to the side, Ooh. slice into the side of him, he sputters up blood, reaches up, grabs onto this chain around his neck, sputters blood, and falls to the side. Mm. <sighs> I was going to say, uh, Sergey and uh, Dame Trant run into the room after that because I just added them to the initial. Yeah. Uh, Wilson's will guarding stop the rear. Singing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, sure he is. Uh, Verity's gonna fold in half and put her hands on her knees. Oh, gods. Verity, are you all right? Uh, I've certainly been better. We need to wake up Felix. Uh, Cornelius will, uh, go pull his potion and give it to Felix. Hmm. Felix is unconscious. Yeah, I mean, you can I, feed I think he means potion. administer it to Felix. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, feed it to you. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yes, uh, <laughs> that's exactly what I meant. So, Cordelius, you step forward, you, you kind of help her up, you prop up her head, you pour the potion into her mouth. Felix, you receive a... Uh... Felix gets seven healing. Hey, there we go, that's... Felix, for the second time in under five minutes, you wake up in Cornelius's lap, staring up at him. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> does tend to happen. Cor Cornelius is a, the unofficial backup healer of the party, apparently. <laughs> Wizard, carry all these potions. <laughs> so I'm assuming everything is okay since nobody's screaming at the moment. The assassins are dealt with. Um, Amistos seems to have uh, betrayed us and was subsequently is cut down. that who hit me? Yes. Uh, it appears, yes, he clubbed you over the back of the head. Quite rude and cruel. What nine hells is going on? No idea. Well, I don't quite know. He must have infiltrated as part of whatever assassinry was happening. Mm. And then wound up separated down here with the badge, yes? Unless that was intentional. I knew he couldn't trust that man, says Wolfen, off to the side. Quinn whips around and gives him a glare. Just, just saying. Zubari steps forward, leans down next to Felix. Do you need any further assistance, sister? Uh, no, the potion seems to have done its work. I'm all right. Good. Abadar be praised. Abadar be praised. 
<laughs> just lay out my head. <laughs> Getting Felix back up to her feet. Again, the uh, the rest of the nobles crowd into the room to make certain that he's all right. Guy apologizes, particularly to Felix, um, as he was just like, you know, I didn't really know what was happening. I saw him rush past me. It was was like, you know, maybe he's going to help, but should have stopped him. I feeling a little guilty for you getting clubbed over the back of the head while the knight just... Well, I mean, he did go to help. He just helped the wrong side. <laughs> uh, I don't think Asimantis. any of us could have predicted that he would do that. I mean, we thought he was in the same state as the rest of us. So no hard feelings. Nobody uh, nobody talked with him last night to get the chance to sense motive. That's <laughs> true. Mm, no, no, we didn't. Oh, well. Yeah, but we go in and we'll check and see what this amulet he's clutching is. That's true. So... Uh, searching the bodies, if you so wish. Yes, maybe a clue to who they are. Each one of the halfling assassins is carrying a masterwork rapier. Wow. Small size. Wow. Obviously. <laughs> uh, small size masterwork chain shirts. Although maybe of some interest, two potions of gaseous form. Whoa. Interesting. Huh. Okay, that's weird. That's yeah, a good thing for an assassin to have to get in and out of places. Fair. Yeah. They're just neat potions, too. I always like having one of those. I was going to say, they're always useful. Searching Amistos, you find that the uh, the halfling traitor uh, actually has a number of things on him. Uh, yeah. First off, he's just wearing some padded armor uh, underneath his senatorial aid gear. Uh, he also has a small-sized dagger, a small-sized masterwork rapier, so another one there. A masterwork set of thieves' tools. So, yeah, oh, nice. he could have actually been disabling those straps this I, whole time. very uh, upset about it. <laughs> again, I think it was he was trying to get us weakened so that by the time we got to this point, we would have been easy to take down. I think it was all calculated. Yep. A uh, wrist sheath that oddly contains a vial. Hmm. That was a, a vial poison. What? Checking it appears to be some form of a liquid. Anyone that wishes to may make me an alge nature. Nope. No idea. Quinn rolls a one. She's got no idea. She's still rattled by this whole stupid situation. We don't spend enough time in nature, clearly. I actually spend a lot of time outdoors, but I work on very specific nature. It's like a vineyard, not like wild nature, you know? (laughs) Yes, it is perfectly manicured nature. (laughs) (laughs) Organized nature. (laughs) There's a matching vial in his pocket. So you have two mysterious vials. Um, do they seem to be the same liquid, or are they different? They appear to be the same liquid, uh, which okay. is a weird, cloudy, like, white, cloudy liquid. Odd. Does Lady Gale have any knowledge of nature? She hangs out with a fae, or knows a lot about fae. Uh, taking this over to uh, Gale and having her look over it, it's, it's some sort of venom. Mm. I, I can't tell if it's a snake or spider or scorpion, but it's some sort of venom. So don't drink it then. Yes, don't drink it. Interestingly, he has a small ring uh, that mm. you can slide off of his finger. Um, it's on his uh, index finger. Uh, it's just large enough to fit on one of your pinkies if you so chose to wear it. Uh, it is not magical. However, it does have a secret compartment as the front of it pops open and contains a small amount of white powder. Is he getting high during the Senate Oh, meeting? it's probably like yeah. a poisoner's ring. Anyone that wishes yeah. to make a uh, knowledge nature may do so. <laughs> As, as Gwen and Lady Vale just cut Lady Gale look at it like, I roll a 19 for a 22. Oh, yes. Uh, this is arsenic. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. This is. I was this right. Poisoners. Arsenic. Can you just put it on the ground? Two. <laughs> Jeez. 
Uh, lastly, there is a potion vial that he is carrying uh, that is magical. Ooh, ooh, it's my turn. Yeah, I was like, it's not me. <laughs> Spellcraft. Oh, I only rolled an eight for a 17. It might be enough. Remember, so we're it's a low-level potion. You might get it. Have faith, Cornelius. Abadar be praised. Actually, if it was a second-level potion, you'd probably still get it. Uh, unfortunately, no. You, you uh, don't okay. know what this potion well, does. Abadar was like, nah to you. <laughs> so we do have an unidentified... Oh. <laughs> what Abadar is like... <laughs> Abadar <laughs> Go be praised. <laughs> Abadar nice. be praised. Uh, because Felix rolls a nat 20 for a 26. There I'm going to look at some Abadar aphorisms. Yeah, I need some yeah. aphorisms for Abadar. If you find any, send them my way. I will. Oh. Well, he's a crafty individual. So it seems that yes, he has all the poison, but then he also has a neutralized poison, just in case he's screwed oh. up. <laughs> Actually, that should probably go in the med kit. Um, yes. Wilfen nods, or for a hostage yes. situation. Uh, yes. Poison you, inform you you're poisoned, and then uh, offer you the antidote. Yes, uh, that's quite... Um, it's very you know, He has a lot of foresight. I will give him that. Or had, yes. I guess. Lastly, you find three identical things. Each one of these halflings is carrying a amulet around their neck, uh, tucked under their shirt, so that you can see a, uh, pulling this free, you see that it appears to be a steel dagger hmm. on an amulet about three inches long with a white circle. Uh, in each one of these cases, that white circle is actually a small pearl that's been placed into this dagger wow. amulet around their neck. Uh, anyone that wishes to may make me a knowledge religion. I roll a three for a twelve. Gwen uh, rolls a six for a thirteen. Apparently getting hit in the head is what Felix needed to start rolling well. Uh, I rolled an 18 for a 24. Though please don't try that at home. (laughs) Yes, please don't try that at home. Fantasy worlds only. Yes. (laughs) I have to ask somebody why they're getting a CT scan of their head and they say, because I wanted better roles in Pathfinder. One, I'm going to laugh until I cry. Two, I'm going to judge you. I'm just saying. (laughs) You're going to become an inquisitor and judge you. (laughs) It's like that thing in television. I remember it happening a a lot in the 80s and 90s. It was that thing in television where someone has amnesia and they're like, the cure to this amnesia that they got from a severe blow to their head is another severe blow to exactly. their head. Yes. <laughs> like, it makes no sense, but here we they are. They think it's like the equivalent of like turning off and on the computer. Your brain doesn't work like that. <laughs> a brain restart. <laughs> you know, hit it a little bit. Yeah, just smack it. <laughs> Fonzie it up in here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh. That's for our older audience. <laughs> hey, hey, I grew up watching uh, that and like I Love Lucy. I think it's enough of a cultural touchstone that everyone knows that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but Felix reaching down, picking up this amulet. You do know something mm. about this. Well, I suppose this shouldn't come as a complete surprise. This is a holy symbol of Thamir Gix, the silent blade. He's a rather obscure deity, but he's associated with assassins, greed, and uh, huh, opportunity. Huh. Um, he's typically allied or serves Norgaber, um, so that kind of aligns, I suppose. But considering they're both all about lies and secrecy, who knows if that's actually true. Uh, But Gix is very cunning and rather ruthless and tends to embody the darker aspects of our halfling friends. His followers usually engage in rather nefarious acts, such as assassination, theft, and... Uh, I think we can uh, add uh, disguise to their 
repertoire. Yes. Kidnapping. Kidnapping as well, yes. <laughs> Disguise isn't always bad. Uh, when not. it's uh, to murder other people, I think it becomes Oh, that. well, of course, but it was you know, it just wasn't like the other things you listed. It's all I was pointing out. A different scale, yes. All right. Not on Amistos, actually. On one of the two halfling assassins that you slew in the... Uh, well, technically, all three of them died in that other room. Hello. <laughs> uh, you do find a letter on the, the dead halfling. Uh, taking this out, it is written in a uh, fine flowing script on a, sleep, a slip of paper that looks like it has been folded and unfolded a couple of times and just shoved deep into this, uh, this halfling's. Uh, in this case, it's actually been tucked into his boot, uh, someplace huh. not easily found. Interesting. Um, it reads, Team 2, I imagine Team 2 is these. Change of plans. During the gala, keep a close watch over the guests ML, Martella maybe? Just Probably. had a meeting with at the cafe. Oh, definitely Martella. Our contract for the evening specifies we entertain both her ladyship and all of her guests. During the exaltation, team one will take ML someplace quieter. Your job is to see to it that her guests have an interesting evening if they are not napping after all the festivities. Huh. Noble napping, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if they are commoners, treat them to a tour of the river. Okay, murder us, throw us in the river, great. Mm -hmm. If they are nobles, make certain they have a comfortable place to stay for the evening until we can make arrangements with their families for a safe trip home. I believe we can make use of ML's house in the city. She won't mind. She won't mind, eh? So do you think they've kidnapped Martella and the others? Well, that yes. last message was cut short. Yes. <sighs> Felix thinks, rubbing the back of her head where there's still welt. So there were two teams dispatched separately from the mercenaries, I suppose, to deal specifically with us and with Martella. Martella. And so somebody was watching Martella. Odd. Yes, that is odd. I mean, I can understand them going after her, but... It could have been Stavian. He knew that Martella was close to his daughter, so watch her and any allies she has to make sure everything went down without a hitch later. Well, and it, it's at least two teams. It could be far more than two. Could be different teams for each area, for all we know, but I think that doesn't matter as much as the fact that this was well organized. Mm. Well, at least now we don't have to go looking around for every inn in town with Dig in its name. Well, we might, because we still don't know where Martella's house is that's mentioned here, and we don't know if that's where they would have taken um, Martella, or if that was just where they were going to take us. It's true. I don't actually know where she lives in the city. Uh, can we do like a knowledge local to um, determine where her house is, maybe? <laughs> have any of us ever been to her house? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. We, she didn't have a house when we knew her. True. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. She was like 13. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like she was too young to have her own house. It was probably technically the we were house. at the at her house. Technically, mm. <laughs> that's yeah. At, yeah, that's true. Prince's when you're kind yeah of house. When, when you're but that's not her house anymore because uh, I think she did mention mm. to you that she was disowned was by her disowned, family yeah. after her father she died did. and her brother was it? Yeah, I mean probably Banisher. still is. <laughs> oh, obviously still is, yeah, certainly. <laughs> Sorry, I had to be pedantic there, but... <laughs> I suppose technically rules as written, yes. Yes, you can make a knowledge local check to know where an individual's house is somewhere in the city of uh, Opara. I'm going to say the odds are very, very long 
You know, I'm I'll also going to add five to the DC because Martella's a spy master and is purposefully evasive. That's fair. <laughs> roll a big four for a nine. You know her front house. Like, I roll this a is nine the, for a 14. I know that her house used to be Lothede. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> Birdsong Manor, that's all the way over in Merritt County. That's forever. <laughs> Gwen knows nothing. <laughs> you know. I rolled a 12 for a 20. That's good. I don't think it's good enough, but... <laughs> Uh, what I'll give Oliver is, I guess Oliver paid more attention to this. The rest of you handed it off to the serving staff. <laughs> Oliver is aware that uh, she did almost always provide you with an address to send letters back when she sent letters to you. Ah. Mm. Those addresses changed almost every single time and were usually inns or rental places, as she mm. seems to have constantly been on the move through various cities. You don't think you ever remember sending the same letter to the same place twice in Opara. Addresses changed often from what I recall. I don't think that we're going to be able to narrow down something like that easily. It might be best well, that we try starting from whatever safe house she may have been referring to and go from there. Regardless, we have to get out of here. Yes, I agree. Step one. We've been on step one for a bit, but uh, I think we're nearing the end of it. Huh, well, so. let's hope that this is just a staircase beyond this last door, yes? <laughs> don't Ever the it. optimist. <clears throat> Yes, I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> Did we search this room? Um, no. No, I think you got really snapped a chance. before we got a chance. That's true. Verity will poke around in this room just to uh, make yeah. sure there's nothing yeah. abuse in here. Um, you can quickly search the room. I'm not going to worry about a dice roll from that. Okay, cool. Just because searching through the room, you can see that uh, this at one point or another was a security room, maybe a bit of an armory. Uh, basically a security checkpoint before people went into the, uh, the deeper level. Uh, however... A couple suits of leather armor and a few blades have been left in here. Uh, Rust covers the weapons in the locker, and the armor has uh, dried so thoroughly uh, <laughs> that you cannot even bend it. Like, when you pull Ew. it off the wall, it maintains its shape. My oh. goodness. In both cases, they are not usable. Oh, very good. Then, yes, yeah, so there's only one door, so let's go through it. Right. Sally forth. So, following the battle, I suppose all of you collect yourselves. Uh, make your way over to the... The only exit from the security room. Yep. Uh, Faraday taking the lead, Oliver coming up alongside her. Um, Gwen Felix after that. Cornelius standing protectively behind Felix. What do you think the odds are that they put another knife trap here? Uh, I hope not. I'm already going to have enough scars from this. Would have cut off their escape route. And not be a very good tactical move on their part. Hmm. All right. Instead, they poison the door. <laughs> Contact poison. Uh, opening the door, you see something I was going to use for comedic effect. Oh, no. But now don't need to. As the door opens up into a five-foot-wide, ten-foot-long hallway, ending in another door. Which would have been great for Amistos to reach it open and then be like, come on, as he's trying to get away from it. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, um... <laughs> Yeah, it appears to just be a, uh, a short hallway, an anti-hallway, if you will. All right. I guess we'll carry on. I suppose the rest of the group uh, queuing up to follow along behind. Reach this next yep. door. Ready yourselves. Weapons in hands. Mm -hmm. Faraday, reach out. You open this next door. Yeah, yeah. Felix is feeling a little uh, paranoid at this point. Yeah. Making <laughs> certain that Cornelius is behind her. To catch her in case she gets hit with a bunch of knives again. <laughs> or to take a club to the back of the head. So to oh, yeah. Be the wizard yeah, either way. Yeah, either way. The door opens, revealing a landing area 
at the base of a 10-foot-wide set of stairs that makes its way up, ascending steadily upwards to what you can only hope is freedom? The question mark on the end freedom of that sentence mark? was not cool. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. We, we, but... we possibly still have to fight our way out of the Senate itself, so... Also uh, I don't know. I thought Martella said that that area was cleared out a little bit more. She did, but that was a while ago. That, yeah, was, just, yeah. that was yesterday. So maybe, hopefully, let's, uh, there's stairs. So All right, yeah. we'll take the stairs. Take Keeping an eye out for danger. Prepare it's for right anything. about 10 a.m. right now. <sighs> Could really do with some coffee. <laughs> a long flight of stairs leads all of you steadily upward. The steps worn by countless years of use. The air down here has been this, this dry air, almost of this sealed lower level. However, as you ascend, you can tell that the air becomes a little less uh, stuffy. And by ascend, I mean ascend. Mm. The stairs probably go up a distance of maybe some 80 feet. Mm. As you climb steadily up and up, passing by, you don't even know how many other sub-levels of the uh. Senate building that surround you on the other side of these walls. Yeah, we're not exploring those. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> the walls themselves are adorned with the faded murals depicting scenes of uh, historic Taldane senators uh, descending along your left-hand side and ascending along your right-hand side as they seem to be engaged in vigorous but genial uh, discussion as they make their way up the stairs. The once vibrant colors, of course, are now barely visible and the details have been obscured by years and neglect. Eventually, you reach a landing at the top of the stairs. Here you can see a doorway surrounded by the remnants of plaster that had once concealed it, huh. as if huh. barring the edges of the door. From how it has fallen, obviously from someone forcing the door open from the other side. Well, the assassins got down here somehow. Yeah, so I mean, that, yeah. they found the hidden door and got lucky that it was the right one, I guess. Or they knew about it. Maybe. The door itself is made of heavy oak uh, and is aged and warped, but still intact. Hmm. Okay, let's ready ourselves. Opening the door. You step forward, grab onto this door handle. The door opens with difficulty, revealing beyond it the back of a wine rack. As you push on this, you find the wine rack itself is actually on a hinge mm. and slides open easily as you step into what appears to be a small, disused wine storage room. However, judging by the, the walls, the floors, the ceiling of this chamber, the opulence here, even if it is a place that people are not supposed to traditionally see, and the traditional Taldane architectural style, you think you're in the Senate building. Oh, thank God. Okay. Progress. Good. Yes, now just... Oh, finally, step two, right? Figuring out where Martella is going and getting the rest of our items. I know that many of us left our travel gear and whatnot at, in our hotel rooms, or in rooms. Oh, I didn't think it was prudent to bring them to the Senate, you know. Oh, we weren't allowed to bring them. <laughs> 
Maybe we should snatch a bottle of wine first as we go. <laughs> well, I dare say we deserve one. <laughs> Very well. We'll leave that in your capable hands. <laughs> I figure uh, uh, Felix is like casually scanning for like a Zespire wine. I'm sure she has a headache and thinks that maybe a chug of it will help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to steal a bottle of wine real quick before mm. we go. We'll leave a couple, like an amount of gold equivalent. Fun fact, though, if you do have a concussion, do not drink alcohol. No, Yum. no. <laughs> it was a joke. Yeah, I know. And she would probably know that with knowing about healing. <laughs> so you probably actually have ranks in healing, unlike, you know, I, I most do. of us. <laughs> I have quite a few ranks. Before we get too excited, we should probably make it out of the Senate building. Right. Chances are there's nobody else left here, but we best still watch our backs until we're sure. At this point, uh, I'm going to go with trust no one. <laughs> Does that include us or? Well, no, I trust the people that haven't bashed me in the back of the head in the last 10 minutes. Mm. Ah, very Fair well. enough. All right. Then, um, yes, I guess I'll go to the door and peek. Can we peek? You open this door up a crack. Glance around outside. Don't recognize where you are. Huh. Uh, however, Felix... Mm. Having actually spent some time in the servant area. Oh, uh, oh, we're near the kitchen. Mm. Hmm. Exiting from here, leaving the small sanctuary, even walking a short distance down the hallway, you see the first signs of the nightmare that occurred here last night. Oh, God. Mm. Bodies have been removed. However, you can see where bloody footprints remain, blood splatters on the wall as it appears that, unsurprisingly, not even the serving staff was safe once the massacre Ugh. came into full. Well, that's truly ridiculous. The scene is heart-wrenching as you move your way further through the Senate building. Here and there, bodies of civilians, lion's blade, military personnel, even the occasional orphan guard mm. lie strewn across the once pristine grounds a macabre testament to the violence that unfolded here. The scent of blood and decay fills the air, and the haunting silence is only broken by the muted sobs of distant people, survivors, you can assume, and the voices of the soldiers that wander amongst the dead. A few of them glance over towards you curiously, as you can see soldiers in the Taldane Phalanx, not the senatorial guard. Ah, okay. Garb making their way through, checking the bodies, conferring with one another. The night before, the Senate had been a place of grandeur and elegance, filled with laughter and music as the guests partied beneath the sparkling chandeliers. The gala had been a magnificent affair with the nobles dressed in their finest attire, yourselves, of course, included, mingling with the powerful and the influential. Now the Senate is a place of horror and devastation. Yeah. The contrast is both stark and jarring as you walk down the very halls where you're rubbing elbows with your contemporaries less than 12 hours before. The once lavish carpets are now soaked with blood, the fine fabric stained and torn by the brutal violence that occurred here. A chandelier as you enter into the, the hall that rings the senatorial gala and the Senate floor below. A chandelier lays shattered on the floor, its crystals catching the weak light that filters through the broken windows. The buzz of conversation is gone. 
now replaced simply by the buzz of flies. Hmm. You make it out of the servant area before a soldier in a Taldane uniform looks over to you, wearing chainmail with a blue and green uh, split tabard across his chest, uh, bearing the symbol of the Taldane phalanx. Looks over towards all of you, his eyes weary. You can only assume from the amount of horror and bloodshed he has witnessed here. He takes a second to collect himself, rubs at his eyes, as you can only assume that he's been at this all night, and, of course, the horrible sights he's witnessed, as he straightens up and approaches you. Is anyone amongst your party injured? Just a few scrapes. We're mostly fine. Yes. Who are you? Guess everyone gives their names. Mm. Yeah, you all, again, there's 10 of you now that Amisa yeah. is yes, dead. It's, it's a very um, long, yeah. we skip the, the epithets or whatever. I was going to say, just, <laughs> yeah. just I'm, you know, Baroness, Baron, Count, Lord, Lord. Or house blah blah. The, yeah. mm. the man nods as he listens. For all of you, there's probably a back of your mind, but I imagine that all of you being, I think everyone here is good aligned, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm just yes. neutral. I'm lawful neutral. Uh, all of you being fairly understanding, maybe not as much Verity. Uh, the man doesn't actually, like, incline his head or bow, um, even with all these titles. You guess he's just so tired. I that's fair. Yeah. Gwen does not, not about care. That. Not yeah. at all. That's fine. I am Corporal Lander. Please accompany me. He turns, begins to make his way, looks over towards another two of the soldiers there. I have ten more survivors. The others nod. Uh, you can see it's that scene from uh, uh, any cop drama or whatever where the, the new soldiers are arriving or whatever and someone like mm-hmm. walks into the Senate floor, which you fortunately cannot see, um, mm-hmm. and then steps back out and just throws up. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. You make your way following this man uh, as he leads you out from here. He asks you a few short questions. Where were you hiding? Are there any other survivors down where you were hiding? Uh, are there any bodies that need to be collected? Do you have any information pertaining towards where anyone else might be? It appears that this man is very much on the search and rescue side yeah. mm-hmm. than the, uh, the investigative side. I guess we'll tell him about the halflings downstairs. Yeah. I mean, it also sounds like there might have been other, you know, secret teleporty places where people. Yeah, have does been he seem surprised up. when we tell him our badges teleported us to a safe house and we had to find our way out? He just nods, although you can't tell if he's not surprised because. He's heard he's that tired. before, or if he's just like, whatever. I've seen some crazy stuff, and this doesn't yeah. even make the top ten kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, or if he's just like, oh yeah, some some other noble actually had a contingency placed on him himself and teleported to the Temple of Abadar when this mm. happened, or whatever it mm. was. Or, I mean, heck, again, you're seeing uh, Duke Lothied throwing around disintegrates. God knows how many people he could have feasibly teleported to safety, or whatever true, else it was true. he did in the moment. Yeah. Uh, any questions directed back towards him, he seems to know very little. Like who these people were or, you know, if we know any more about why this happened or anything. The man, if asked, nods. All we are aware is that the Senate was attacked and that the Emperor is dead. You are amongst the fortunate few. Do you require us much longer? I do not, but I will take you to the desk in the front. Uh, They will require uh, you for some time. My fellow corporal there will be able to verify some matters. Very well. If that's what's necessary, then we'll do it. He leads you through the gardens. The bees buzzing contently. Oh, we still have our bee mist. <laughs> yeah. We, we never got a bee mist over there. 
He takes you back to the Arcade of Triumphs. A makeshift registry has been set up here. Uh, in here, you can also see that off towards the side, they have set up an on-site uh, medical area where you can see numerous nobles, aides, serving staff, even guards having their wounds tended. You can only assume, judging by the fact that there are priests of Abadar here, there are priests that you can see holy symbols from at least 12 different faiths, mostly wow. Abadar, yeah. that have all just gathered together here. Although judging by the lack of magical healing, that you see going on, you can only imagine that got exhausted rather quickly. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, your Probably. average lay priest is only going to have a couple of, you know, the first level spells, basically, so they can do a couple of cure light wounds and a couple of channels, and that's it. That's mm -hmm. all I can do. Yeah. I don't think those would be lay priests, but yes. Low level clerics. Low level Most clerics are acolytes. Yeah, initiates yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Clerks, as the uh, the Church of Avatar <laughs> calls them. Oh, right. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. They're the bank, te the bank tellers wow. are your yes. first-level clerics. Our tellers, our clerks, our front-end managers. <laughs> I love that you, as you get more magical president. power in the Church of Abadar, it comes with an automatic promotion. Yeah, you're yes. not going to get a title change. <laughs> I mean, usually, yeah, uh, by, by the time you hit about fifth level is usually when you are uh, initiated as a banker. Mm. Mm. The man leads you across the room. You see faces here that look familiar, although you can't attach names to them. As in, like, these are probably nobles that I saw. It's like, I recognize that woman's uh, that woman's hairdo. It's Does not it the woman with the bird in, in her hair. Yeah. But. <laughs> oh, okay. but did Wasilka make it? That's what matters. Mm. You don't see uh, her there, although you do see some of the other inter entertainers. Mm. Mm. The man leads you across the way to where, a again, a makeshift registry has been set up. Uh, almost coincidentally, in the exact same spot that all of you had huddled together when you'd first entered the gala <laughs> and determined where you needed to go and what you needed to do once your names had been read off. Hmm. Uh, interestingly, you note that uh, the same scroll is now rolled out across the desk. Mm. Oh, no. They're using it to see who survived and who didn't. Yeah, the guest mm -hmm. registry is what they're using. Well, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. it's smart, but sad. Mm. Yeah. Corporal Leander nods, gives a half-hearted uh, salute. I found ten more, and they said that they're from an underground area. During the walkover, when asked, Dame Trant, uh, as well as well as the rest of your companions, had informed him that the uh, the body of Senator Trant, as well as the body of Senator uh, Manchun, mm. are oh, yeah. still down yeah. below. Yeah. He provides this information, turns gives a, uh, again, he's exhausted looking, but gives an honestly heartfelt smile. I am pleased that all of you are safe and hopefully can help to bring stability to the situation. What is the situation outside of the, si outside of the Senate building? I have not seen it in some hours, although there was um, civil unrest as word spread in the early hours of the morning. Mm. Fortunately, the Taldane Phalanx were already here for the parades. We have, he shifts uncomfortably for a moment. We have taken control of the city under the direction of the High Strategos. Ah, martial law. Understandable given the circumstances. Me nods. I wish all of you well. You as well, and thank you for your assistance. And your service to Taldor. Me nods. 
takes a second. You can see like he steps over out the front door to take a second to kind of collect himself. You suppose clear his lungs yeah. before going back into the building proper. The corporal behind the desk is a woman with shortcut uh, black hair, uh, short enough to comfortably fit under a helmet, you would assume, mm. although her helmet sits on the desk. Sure. Uh, she introduces herself as is, of course, polite um, as Corporal Mellis and then uh, takes the registry and starts to you can see where there are check marks and lines drawn through. Mm. She goes over this judging by from what you can see, you would say at least 30 or 40 percent of the names on that list have already been crossed through. Oh, wow. She gets each of your names in turns, uh, checks it against the registry. Fortunately for the five of us, we're all together, probably. Mm, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we all came in at the same time. Yeah. She nods as she finishes, uh, asks each of you to provide a brief statement over what you saw happening the night before. Ah, yes. As she grabs a, uh, a sheet of parchment. I guess uh, I guess one of you sum up real quick uh, what you saw the night before or what you would tell her. That we were in the Senate mm-hmm. and the Grand Prince gave his speech and stabbed Calbio. Yep. And then ordered mercenaries to kill everyone. Yeah. And the attack started. People were fighting. We saw the Grand Prince get shot and the Guard carry him off. And then I got hit with a crossbow bolt. And then we and were it triggered, away. Yeah, the contingency of our badges. And we were in an underground area that we had to get out of. And along the way, we found everyone else. And then... One of the members of the survivors was actually group a member of an assassin group and betrayed us, and we killed him and two accomplices almost at the exit. She looks yeah. up the moment you mentioned that. Hmm. Up until this point, she's just been kind of listening to you, jotting down the very occasional note. Like, yes, yes, yes. Because yes. it's pretty much the same as everybody it's else. confirming mm-hmm. everything else that she's heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These assassins, was there anything identifying on them? They had a holy symbol of... Gwen glances over at... Felix. Uh, Thamir mm. Gix. From what we were able to tell on our way out, one of the people that we found, uh, uh, he identified himself as Amistos uh, Golbane and his two associates. They seem to have found the hidden entrance in the servants' quarters where our well, arrival point was. Either they knew about it or somehow discovered it and lay a trap for us. They seem to have had plenty of time to prepare for our arrival, as though they knew we were coming. They seem to want to take us alive for ransom. I don't know if they were part of the Grand Prince's original group, and he informed them about the safe houses and where they might be, or if they were their own group that somehow managed to get in the same night that this happened. Uh, actually, would we know? We uh, I don't know if we really knew. Were those um, well, we'll call them assassins for lack of a better term. The uh, the gutter snipes, were they dressed like servants or they were dressed in black? Yeah, so they were they were dressed uh, for infiltration, and dressed similarly also to the assassins that attacked everyone. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah, so I guess we'll pass on the description of their clothing, noting yeah. that it was similar to the servants' garb. But yeah. Amistos had a senate badge, mm-hmm. a senate yes. aid badge. They definitely need to fix that uh, security loophole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The woman nods as she listens, takes down the notes. Fortunately, a number of senators and their aides and guests did disappear during the attack on the Senate floor. Some have returned. Many have not and are amongst those missing 
from those experiences and similar to your own, it would seem. Many of them were most likely placed disadvantaged, unarmed and unarmored into dangerous and derelict areas beneath the Senate building. That aligns with what we encountered. We found uh, several creatures occupying that area. We were lucky enough to have, well, some defenses against them. Less than a quarter of those who disappeared have been found. We are going to attempt a thorough search once we can determine whether or not and exactly who is missing. Mm-hmm. We will be making a thorough search and hopefully they can survive long enough. It is good that all of you were together. She nods to the 10 of you and only lost three amongst your numbers. Mm. Well then, she takes a second to look over the book. Thank you for your time. If you have any injuries, please be more than happy to tend to you. Unfortunately, uh, if you have arrangements with churches outside of here or in the city beyond, it is unlikely that you'll be able to receive any magical aid anytime soon. So I would check with the priests here as all of the churches and faiths of the city have turned out in force to rally behind the wounded Senate. Understandable. Yes. I actually do need a touch up, but um, perhaps we could do some of that, you know, I forget what you call it, um, where you make the healing happen in a, an area close to people who are also injured. Channeling. Yeah, sure. I may <laughs> be able to assist with that as well, says the Archbanker. Yeah, yeah. Mechanically, I'm <laughs> down six hit points. Okay. Yeah, I'm still down like five. So. But if we do it in the area where all the other hurt people are, they also get to benefit. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, because yep. I still have two more of those, so I could go help and do that real quick. Before all of you turn to go, uh, the mm-hmm. woman does hold up a hand. One last matter. What is it? For the time being, peace and stability have been restored to the city. However, we wish to ensure that that remains so. I would ask that you not speak to anyone about the events that transpired here this evening until an official public statement has been made. We do not wish to sow panic amongst the populace. Of course. Fair enough. Understandable and understood. She stands, bows at her waist. Good day. Good day to you as well. well. And best of luck. And thank you for your service to the city and Taldor. For Taldor. She settles back down into the chair. Very sad for Taldor. Yeah. Yeah. You have a chance to all uh, converse amongst yourselves. Uh, Trant, again, thanks all of you. Mm for your assistance. Uh, she's, of course, going to accompany the soldiers down to go and retrieve the body of her father, um, of as course, are the rest yeah. of your companions going to go and uh, help retrieve the, as far as uh, Wilf and Guy and Gell are going to go help uh, retrieve their family friend or family in the case of, especially with Guy mm-hmm. of um, Lord Manchun. Yeah, we have people to find. Archbanker Zubari um, excuses himself, thanks all of you again, and makes his way to go and join the other priests of Abadar in uh, oh. you know, hopefully aiding. Uh, before Guy leaves, um, <clears throat> I'd like to uh, pull the longsword that I've been holding on to this whole time and just offer it out one more time. He takes the blade, weighs it in his hand, runs his thumb over the, uh, the house emblem that makes up the... Uh, the hilt. Thank you, Count Dorhan. Of course. You're a man of honor. 
I also have his ring. You are going into potentially more danger. Please. I know that my lord... He furrows his brow for a moment. I know that my father... No. Yikes. Would have wanted you to be safe. Again, you are always welcome in the halls of Anshum. If you need anything, reach out to me. Hmm. Yeah, so if you need anything while we're in the city, you know, give him the inn we're staying in. Mm -hmm. As uh, Martella did put all of you up in the same inn. Yeah. 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 As we all suddenly realized, wait a second, this is the same place. (laughs) Just economical that way. You get a whole suite, like a whole block of rooms. You get the bulk (laughs) discount. Yeah, you get the bulk discount discount for Yeah, discounts are important. That's very, like, Abadar would be so proud. (laughs) Right? Yeah, that's just good business. That is good business. The man smiles. Gail wishes all of you well. Digs around, pulls uh, out her book, carefully tears a page free from that, and uh, hands that over to, uh, yeah, we'll say Felix, which is a, a little uh, face sketch that she did of, uh, of all of you as you were just, mm-hmm. you know, hanging around the evening before. Oh. It's not much, but. <laughs> this is incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and I would. You know, to Wilfen, be like, you know, let's discuss business once this is beyond. Yes, uh, it looks like the situation is uh, it's terrible, of course, out here. Yeah. Uh, but considering the circumstances and, and all the rest of that, I uh, don't have anything on hand. But if you should find yourself in need of fine arms and armor, I'd be more than happy to uh, arrange something for a very reasonable price. Another time. Another time. Of course. They make their way off. Um yeah, Oliver just waves them goodbye, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Mental note for adamantium contract. Yeah, right. <laughs> God. Verity hasn't forgotten the business no, at hand. Certainly not. It's Never just let not a tragedy priority. get in the way of opportunity, eh? Well, of course. That's that's There's the probably a the Ferengi merchant. law of acquisition somewhere in there. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> probably. Alright. I say we stop by the inn, get our things, and then begin our search. Right. Though I believe um I would like my spellbook back. Oh, yes, I would like that, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Having a a full spell book would be nice. Honestly, that's like the biggest thing. It's like Cornelius could replace literally anything except that spell book that's got all of his spells in it. That's a little more expensive. Yeah. There's also some level of sentimental value. I actually held on to the one that you gave me for my birthday. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I believe Felix was going to do a uh, a quick channel to help the people here as well as your own party. Um, As all of you crowd together into the... um, Everyone cuddle. Basically wedged between the display of uh, of uh, barding uh, for various uh, mounts off towards the side, and then uh, off towards the other side, this large uh, mural of the Taldane Phalanx. Mm. Fortunately, this area, well, this area smells like a field hospital right now, considering the mm. number of injured people here. Uh, but for, you suppose fortunately, um, this area seems to have been far enough away that the, uh, the bloodbath didn't really occur here. You don't think that there were many people here. Although it looks no. like a fight did happen here, judging by the amount of uh, blood and surprisingly fur um, that you see scattered about. Huh. I would not have called that. Fur. Dog fur. Maybe, fur. The, maybe the lion got loose and started murdering. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yikes. Oh, no. <laughs> the lion just leaps out for Taldor and starts tackling, tackling <laughs> these guys. Oh, no. The lion says for <laughs> I hope so. I hope that yeah. happens. Uh, secretly a lion this entire time. Oh, my. <laughs> 
The lion shouts oh for Taldor and attacks everyone and never speaks again. Yes. Okay. And everyone thinks they just hallucinated it. And now there's a lion <laughs> loose in the city somewhere. <laughs> a side quest. Oh, well. Uh, what is that called? A uh, big cat phenomenon? Mm. Anyway. I think there was a snow leopard that actually got out around Dallas not too long ago. It was, yeah, did it get out or was it kidnapped? I don't remember. I can't remember. Something like that. I think that. it was sabotage, like the cage was Oh, yeah, it might have been that. Because mm. I think it did, they were like a monkey that got kidnapped mm. by got somebody. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, a leopard that There's got out. There's some like, wild very close animal stories happening in Dallas, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, this was like, you know, a month or two ago. So Yeah. That's the time of this recording, anyway. Yeah. Extra D6. Really so the first one was five. <laughs> the second was six. So 11 points back. Great. Everyone wow. feels so great. Everybody Man, all at the commoners field are like, hospital. all my scratches yeah. are all gone. Yeah, there's there's a big blast. And they were like, oh, you say, wow, oh, where my scratches are gone. Cleric. Many of these people were stabbed. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ugh, that ah, feels much better. Thank you. Honestly, the, the most uh, tragic of many of these injuries were the number of people that uh, attempted to climb down or jumped from the, uh, the uh, gallery from windows the gallery. to escape. Because mm -hmm. those broken bones won't be able to be magically healed for... All but the most powerful spells. You can you know. speed up the healing by setting the bone first. And, yeah. Um, mm. You know, it gets into the yeah. you know super healing or super speed yeah, healing. Yeah, but it gets into that one thing where it's like, yeah, if you fall, if you're a high level adventurer and you fall off of a you know 50 foot fall, you should break like most of the bones in your body, but you don't because if you did, then you would be in traction for you know. You're just a God's little banged up. <laughs> yeah, you're just a little. This banged is a up call of Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> The greatest threat aren't Lovecraftian horrors. It's a 40-foot fall. Um, <laughs> Seriously. That'll do it. Yeah. But, yeah, I suppose you all take a chance to uh, to patch yourselves up before setting off. I guess we'll, what, head to the inn? Mm -hmm. Yeah, first yes. step, go to the inn, get our I'd stuff. I'd like a bath also. I mean, I know we may mm -hmm. not have that much time, but... I mean, I can, I can technically press. I mean, at least a change of clothes and uh, to, yeah, to get fair, out of this yeah. literal are all bloody a little clothes. Must, a lot of a vomiting. Mm. Also that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're disgusting. Yeah, we're not covered in blood. A quick, so, a quick bath. Mm -hmm. You exit the building, uh, make your way out from uh, the hallowed halls of the Senate, and descend the 100 stairs leading up mm. to the Senate building. So many steps. The very stairs where, when last you saw them, the Grand Prince had made his arrival late last night. Yeah. At the bottom of the stairs, you see an interesting sight. Maybe even an uplifting one. As the foot of the stairs have been turned into an impromptu memorial even this early in the morning. Oh. Mm. Flowers of various colors and stages of bloom have been placed by the citizens of Opara. Their vibrant hues, a stark contrast to the somber mood that hangs over the city. Phalanx guard line up at the bottom step. You'd say a good 20 of them or so lined up uh, shoulder to shoulder, blocking access to the stairs ascending up the senatorial hill. Beyond them, you can see mourners fill the streets. Many of them, if they are not wearing black, have placed on black cloaks or black hoods as they stepped out here and gather, you think some of them just to gain sight or information. Um, many of them, you're going to guess, uh, judging by the the wide variety of people here, you see what look to be house soldiers, maybe here to find the nobles that they serve. Uh, serving staff looking for their missing lords and ladies. Commoners whose husbands, wives, children, parents, worked in the Senate building. 
gathered here waiting for news. If the night had brought chaos and looting, the dawn had brought mourning. Hmm. The crowd's voices are a mixture of sorrow and disbelief as you descend down the stairs. You see a number of people craning their necks. Uh, obviously, all of you are of noble bearing, even though your clothing is uh, torn and bloodied and some of you are wearing armor that's five centuries out of date. <laughs> hey, you know what? We did the best that we could. As you make your way down to the bottom of the steps, many people crane their necks to see uh, whether or not any of you are amongst the survivors that they're looking for. Mm. Judging by the mixture of sorrow and disbelief you can hear in their voices, so many here you don't think can quite comprehend the magnitude of what has happened. Mm. All of them beneath their blacks wearing the Taldor colors of green or blue. Mm. As you approach, however, Oliver, Cornelius, Gwen, uh, you look over the crowd as you make your way down. Again, you can see this tragedy bringing about solidarity. All of these people gathered together, united by their love of their nation and the tragic event that has just occurred. You can hear some of them uh, singing songs uh, akin to like God Save the King, mm. especially as all of these people are obviously upset having heard that their emperor has died. Obviously, the exact circumstances surrounding that have not been released yet, only that the Senate was attacked and the emperor was killed. Oh, there better not yeah, be a cover Yeah, they up. will not have said that Eutropia is missing either. Mm -hmm. mm. However, Felix Verity, the two of you can tell that already sides are forming. Hmm. As already one, there's the obvious delineation here, where on the right-hand side, you have most of the commoners and the servants. And on the left-hand side, you have most of the soldiers and the noble. But in addition to that, you can hear a couple voices as all of you make your way down. The guards part to let you walk your way through as you carefully navigate. They've kept a path clear of mm. uh, the flowers and wreaths that have been laid out. You note that many of the guards, like people have basically been bringing like water and food up for the soldiers as well, um, leaving basically care packages. Oh, that's good. As you're making your way through, you can already hear people trying to decide who to blame. Mm. Yep. Even as you're walking past, you can see a couple people look over. Uh, many people, um, the servants, of course, you know, bow deeply, the commoners and such. And many of them begin basically shouting, uh, almost in a celebratory way, seemingly as anyone manages to get out of this place alive. Um, obviously, none of them are going to give you a firm pat on the shoulder or anything. You're that far above their station. Sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. But you do hear voices here and there in the case of Felix and Verity of some insisting that foreign assassins struck out at Taldor, immediately saying it's those devil worshippers in Chiliacs. It's the Kadirans coming back up here. It's the revolutionaries down from Galt. It's the Andoran trying to come over here and force their political beliefs and changes on us. Uh, basically naming any sort of scapegoat that they can think of. Anybody would have any beef whatsoever with Taldor. Yeah. Uh, others more wildly claim that they believe that this has been a long-running plan with the steady, uh, with the infamous Pathfinder Society, uh, with their attempted coup, <laughs> with their constant interference in the political maneuverings of the inner sea as they're trying to really? make uh, further gains. Really? I mean, to be fair, the Pathfinder mm -hmm. Society is an extremely well-funded and mm -hmm. not necessarily powerful in terms of like the politics, but they are a powerful organization of adventurers. So. The most yeah. out there, of course, being that the uh, the Grand Prince himself finally succumbed to his madness and attempted to execute the entire Senate using the Olfen Guard. 
No, that was right. Well, at least well, somebody uh, got it right. Half right. Not the old yeah. guard part. <laughs> Gold piece for that guy for getting closest without going over. Yeah. yeah. As you move through, um, again, there's a celebratory round of applause as uh, as all of you pass. I imagine awkwardly just nodding. Right. Um, yeah. But of course, you're all, you know, accustomed nobles. So it's just hold your head up high. There's a very strong air of uh, keep calm and carry on yeah. as, mm-hmm. uh, as all of you make your way out. As you move away from the crowd, you get a decent distance uh, turning, making your way from uh, where you are. If you're heading to the silent horse, you basically reach the bottom of the s- stairs uh, and then turn, beginning to make your way east around the uh, the base of the Senate Hill. You get maybe a quarter block away. Oh, come on. <laughs> Walking along the road, speaking to yourselves, discussing what needs to happen next. Before a tall, slender, cloaked figure. Oh, jeez. Steps out from between two of the buildings, a short distance away, with an eyesight of the stairs at the base of the Senate Hill. The long black cloak conceals the figure, as so many black cloaks here, probably filling you with a certain amount of mm-hmm. uh, dread as you're dread. walking anywhere. Yeah, there's hands deja vu. at this point. Mm-hmm. Everyone is cloaked in black today yeah. morning. So nobody's to, gonna, uh, if somebody's just, dressed like an assassin, you're not going to stand out one iota. Yeah. The figure begins to cross the street, obviously directly towards the lot of you, and reaches up their hands to pull back the hood of the cloak. I'll pick it up here next time. Uh, oh, dang it. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I right. want to know who it is. All right. I'm, <laughs> no. I'm going with get a reprieve. <laughs> I'm going to be an optimist this time. I this is not going to be a dangerous person <laughs> because we outnumbered them. murder us. I'm going to go completely out of left field and say this is Princess Utropia and she wants our help getting Martella <laughs> hey, back. I, I don't know oh, if she can reveal herself, though. Yeah, I, uh, probably oh, yeah, not. No, that's true, that's true. Yes, Princess well, Utropia go, steps Martella? out, walks up to you, pulls back her hood, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> <laughs> Played by Arnold friend. Schwarzenegger, apparently. <laughs> no, we've already established that Arnold Schwarzenegger is the high strategos. Oh, that's right. I reject Arnold Schwarzenegger being the high strategos, by the way. That does not fit in my brain. <laughs> what are you doing? Get to the Senate now. <laughs> and remember, you're my favorite senator. <laughs> God, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Jingle all the way. Such a great movie. <laughs> I know. Put the cookie down now. No. <laughs> Those are my cookies. But of course, uh, we do want to take a chance before we go to thank all of our patrons for their continued patronage and support. Uh, thanks to all of you. The fight for, uh, uh, you suppose, answers at this point can continue. And for the Taldor. Hunt. Uh, and for Taldor. For Taldor, everyone. For Taldor. Maybe just make a shirt that's just for Taldor in <laughs> giant letters. Yeah. Uh, we'll add that to the list. Uh, However, we do want to thank all of you for your continued patronage and support, Um, and we want to thank a couple of you by name, and we'll do that right now. So I would like to say thank you to Dan Meehan. Uh, Thank you so much. I'm going to thank Jobot Warzalek. Oh, Jobot. I know Jobot. Yeah, we know Jobot. I was going to say, I think Jobot has been following us uh, since the very Jobot's one of our Jobot's earliest supporters because uh, yeah. I, yeah. I remember, uh, I actually think he's one of the few people I actually follow on Twitter because from back in the like, very <laughs> so beginning, early. I followed like anybody who mentioned Path, like <laughs> Find the Path. <laughs> so thank you, Jobot. And I would like to thank Jason Lillis. Ah. Thank you so much, that Jason. Too. It's funny going back through this list, how many of these names I recognize. Mm-hmm. He's behind the list of all the actual plays. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. oh, that makes perfect sense. I was yeah. like, I know this name from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, what do you do, Potts? Yes. Yes. And I would like to thank Ostian of the North, Ooh. which is awesome. Nice. That's a cool one. 
All the way from Motorwell, the part Olfen. of the North Group. <laughs> Olfen Group? That sounds like a corporation. The, Olf- the Olfen Group sounds like a major conglomerate. Oystein. <laughs> 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 yep. Add Olfen Group to our. Uh, I'll, I'll create an Olfen Group uh, conglomerate for Starfinder, where it's just. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, man. They have giant spaceships that have little, like, uh, painted Viking longships on the side of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. man. Yes. <laughs> yes. The Olfen Group. So thank you, Olsi. Okay. Yes. And I would like to thank Thomas Niabor. Well, thank cool. you, Thomas. Thank you, Thomas. But it's Thomas, the such Thomas a good, strong H. name. The Thomas. It is. Yeah, like it's it. Thomas. Yes. Oh, it could be Tomas, yeah. It could be Tomas, yeah. Uh, and I would like to go on ahead and thank Patrick Perry. And we appreciate hey, thank your support. you, Patrick. Hey. Yes. I love thank a good alliterative you. name. Patrick Absolutely. Perry. Yeah. Patrick Great. Perry. It's a good name. <laughs> it's good. funny because we've started reading these out and so many people reach out and are just like, it's like, that's not my actual name. Or although I think uh, I think we had a Tiberius recently that reached out yeah. on our uh, social media. Yeah. So it was just like, no, I just kind of adopted Tiberius. <laughs> Uh, yes, but I, <laughs> hey, you know, you what? don't want your name you read want. aloud, you know, just message it us. It is on true. Patreon. Yeah. But if you, if you do not want mm-hmm. to have your name read aloud, you can uh, reach out to us and, uh, and have us not do that. But, uh, Absolutely. if you do want your name read aloud, uh, we do that for any of our backers, uh, on our Patreon period. So, uh, if you go on there, even if you subscribe to the $1 tier, get your first 12 episodes of, uh, Tyrant's Grasp actual play. And then, uh, yeah, you also get your name eventually read out loud for all the world to hear. Yep, yep. yep. So thank you, everybody, for your support, your continuing support. And continued support. And also thank you to all of our Find the Path tier patrons, which I will also name now, which includes, uh, and here, Eric Junker, Gary S., Jessica Vetrelli, Kevin Edife, Louis Ellis, Lisa Junker, and TJ Kahn. Thank you, thank you. And uh, again, if you guys have not had a chance to go check our patron, definitely do it now. We just put up a couple of uh, of new shirts, so if uh, you like Tyrant's Grasp and uh, you would also like to and you also like colleges, um, you can get a t-shirt that uh, will rep your uh, your branch of the War College of Choice uh, either by backing our Patreon and getting access to uh, t-shirts from there, or by going to our merch store where you can choose to buy any of those shirts which are available now. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. where can they find that, uh, Jordan? Do you know what the link to that is? You can find our website at find-path.com. If you want to go straight to the merch and don't want to click on another link, you can go to <laughs> merch.find-path.com. Yep. Nice. You got a really good NPR voice going there at the end. Merch.find-path.com. <laughs> Let me tell you, I have listened to a lot of audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Not Audible. It also doesn't. It doesn't hurt that I've been listening. I've been playing Fallout seventy six, and so I've got that um, whole like fifties like radio mm-hmm. in oh, my yeah. head. Yeah, there you go. Got those spurs that jingle, jingle, jingle. Although I think that was actually New Vegas. <laughs> that was New Vegas. That was New Vegas. But still, <laughs> but still, that's a good song. Yep. So thank you all for your continued patronage and support, and uh, check back next time for the continued misadventures of our noble scions, as uh, hopefully they're able to uh, figure out who this cloak figured is and uh, save their missing childhood friend and confidant, Martella Lothied. Indeed. So uh, check back next time, and until then, good luck, Pathfinders. Bye, bye, bye. Good luck. Hey, you guys all survived, though. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nice. I was going to say, we turned that fight around real fast. <laughs> that well, was uh, just good because you're out your healer, so you have to uh, turn yeah, that around. Yeah, yeah. That's around so fast because, yeah. Yeah. Man. Oh, I can't man. believe there First were two you, attack Amicios. opportunities that took people down. That was intense. I know. That was, <laughs> that was great.
Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. War for the Crown is copyright 2018. War for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.